Hello and welcome to the Latter-day Ladies Podcast. I am your host and your friend, Jenny Moss. I'm very excited to talk about this week's episode in which we are going through President Nelson's last general conference address in October 2022. I did not know how much I would need this conference address for the last six months of my life, but President Nelson clearly did. I hope that you can see all of the ways in which we can change our lives to find more rest in Jesus Christ. Uh, President Nelson quotes this scripture, quote, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, which is all of us, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. End quote. The Lord knows that the pathways that we have to withstand and go through and experience on this earth are anything but easy. But if we decide to yoke ourselves to the Savior as we navigate through those spaces, we will be able to find rest. Later, we're going to talk about how the prophet defines the word rest. But it's incredible to me that he promises that when we, quote, live the higher law of Jesus Christ, we will have access to his higher power. Thus, covenant keepers are entitled to a special kind of rest that comes to them through their covenantal relationship with God, end quote. I think that's a fantastic promise to us that we will be entitled to this special rest, the kind of rest that you need when you're anxiously engaged in a good cause, the kind of rest that you need after you've been wrestling kids in sacrament meeting by yourself because your husband's out of town. I'm just throwing out a random thing, not just pulling from my personal experience today. But I did feel that rest in the next hour during Sunday school. I felt peace sustain me. Even though my heart was troubled about some things in my personal life, I felt that peace and that special kind of rest from the covenantal relationship that I'm in with the Savior. The prophet continues, quote, Because the Savior, through his infinite atonement, redeemed each of us from weakness, mistakes, and sin, and because he experienced every pain, worry, and burden you have ever had, then, as you truly repent and seek his help, you can rise above this present precarious world. You can overcome the spiritually and emotionally exhausting plagues of the world, including arrogance, pride, anger, immorality, hatred, greed, jealousy, and fear. Despite the distractions and distortions that swirl around us, you can find true rest. And then he defines rest as relief and peace. End quote. I like that description of rest. It doesn't mean a nap. It means relief and peace, which we can have when we're in the middle of 
difficult problems that um, may not have immediate answers to them. We can still feel that relief and that peace. It's powerful to hear President Nelson describe rest. I believe that um, he knows exactly what we're talking about when uh, we say, oh, I'm, I'm really struggling. I believe the prophet knows and understands that struggle. He is someone who has to endure feeling the weight of the world, the sins and the afflictions of his people. And that in and of itself, not even including his own personal life, must feel incredibly heavy to bear. But I know President Nelson is constantly and currently seeking for that rest as he yokes himself to the Savior. President Nelson continues, quote, What does it mean to overcome the world? It means overcoming the temptation to care more about the things of this world than the things of God. It means trusting the doctrine of Christ more than the philosophies of men. It means delighting in truth, denouncing deception, and becoming humble followers of Christ. It means choosing to refrain from anything that drives the spirit away. It means being willing to give away even our favorite sins. I love how he phrased that, how he talked about overcoming the world is choosing and trusting the doctrines of Christ over the philosophies of men. I struggle with this sometimes because I love science. I love to read scientific journals. I love to figure things out scientifically. Um, But in the end, it comes down to whether or not I'm willing to trust the doctrines of Christ. Because science, although it is an incredibly awesome tool, There are gaps in our scientific research of the time. In 20 years, we're going to develop and understand even more. But the doctrine of Christ is uh, without fault, without blemish. It is complete. And I can trust on the feelings and the promptings that the Lord gives me when the science is incomplete. President Nelson continues, quote, Now, overcoming the world certainly does not mean becoming perfect in this life nor does it mean that your problems will magically evaporate because they won't. It does not mean that you won't still make mistakes, but overcoming the world does mean that your resistance to sin will increase. Your heart will soften as your faith in Jesus Christ increases. Overcoming the world means growing to love God and his beloved son more than you love anything else. Or anyone. When I was younger, I had a really difficult time with uh, unkind thoughts that um, just happened automatically when I did things like try clothes on or look in the mirror. And once I became aware of these thoughts, I realized how detrimental they were to my identity as a person, but also to my divine identity. And so I started to identify, okay, these thoughts are harmful, so I need to replace them with truth. So instead of thinking something like, oh, um, your body is X, Y, and Z, I would say, wow, I would say this out loud. Wow, my body is so incredible. 
isn't it amazing that I came down to this earth and I got a body so that I can make covenants with Jesus Christ? I love my body. So instead of saying something negative about myself, I replaced it with something that was completely true. As I did this over and over and over, I slowly saw my relationship with my body shift and I saw this temptation to think and say unkind things about myself diminish. My resistance increased and I stopped thinking such horrible things about myself. As you continue to replace what that sin or temptation is with pure truth, you'll be able to see that resistance grow within yourself and uh, watch as the Lord transforms you and your life. The prophet said this, quote, each time you seek and follow the promptings of the spirit, each time you do anything good, things that, quote, the natural man would not do, you are overcoming the world. As we strive to live the higher laws of Jesus Christ, our hearts and our very natures will begin to change. The Savior lifts us above the pull of this fallen world by blessing us with greater charity, humility, generosity, kindness, self-discipline, peace, and rest. I love those promises that the prophet of the Lord is saying to us that we will be blessed with greater charity, humility, generosity, kindness, self-discipline, peace, and rest as we strive to live our covenants. There are so many promised blessings that are associated with the covenants that we've made with Jesus Christ, Um, but understanding that kindness can come from them, rest can come from them, peace, that just gives me so much added uh, excitement to be able to make and keep those covenants with Jesus Christ because I know I need them in my life. The prophet continues, quote, now you must be thinking this sounds like hard spiritual work more than rest. But here is the grand truth. While the world insists that power, possessions, popularity, and pleasures of the flesh bring happiness, they do not. They cannot. What they produce is nothing but a hollow substitute for the, quote, blessed and happy state of those who keep the commandments of God, end quote. I love that he used all P's, power, possession, popularity, and pleasures. That was some really good alliteration. Thank you, prophet. And um, it's true. I know that you know this, where we may try to fill a void with the things that this world offers, but yoking ourselves to this world will be hollow and empty. It will never bring us the rest that we are seeking. And then he says this, quote, the truth is, that it is so much more exhausting to seek happiness where you'll never find it. However, when you yoke yourself to Jesus Christ and do all the spiritual work required to overcome the world, he and he alone does have the power to lift you above the pole of this world. I love that quote. Sorry, end quote. I love that quote because it's true. We're going to have to go on this journey, whether or not we go on it with Jesus Christ, but who are we going to journey with? Personally, if I'm going to be traveling somewhere that I don't know very well, 
I want to have someone who understands the lay of the land, understands what I need to be packing with me, understands all of the different uh, pitfalls that could happen along our journey. And that is Jesus. That is Christ. And so if we're willing to yoke ourselves to him, not only do we have an experienced person to help us through this really hard situation, but we also have someone who's willing to take the load when it's too heavy for us. The person who wants to give us rest. I want to end on this quote. It's so beautiful. Uh, The prophet says this, quote, find rest from the intensity, certainty, and anguish of this world by overcoming the world through your covenants with God. Let him know through your prayers and your actions that you're serious about overcoming the world. Ask him to enlighten your mind and send help, send the help you need. Each day, record the thoughts that come to you as you pray, then follow through diligently. Spend more time in the temple and seek to understand how the temple teaches you to rise above this fallen world, end quote. I love the directive to um, ask for the Lord to enlighten our minds and send us the help that we need and to record the thoughts that come to us as we pray. These uh, three things have helped me so much because I've realized that sometimes I'm looking where the Lord wants me to look, but I'm not seeing what he wants me to see. So praying to have my mind enlightened is such a fantastic, uh, (laughs) such a fantastic suggestion. And um, I've noticed that lately that as I've prayed for the Lord to enlighten my mind, he does. It's like a little highlighter. He'll go around and circle the things that I need to see. And then also to request the help that I need. When I do that, when I ask the Lord, okay, what help do I need? And then I go through and request it. I am able to see the hand of the Lord more uh, defined in my life because he always sends that help. And then he said to record the thoughts that come to us as we pray. I've recently been writing in this journal. It's called the Hear Him Journal. And it has been such an inspiring experience because it gives me all these different little sections to write down um, my prayers in. And um, I've been recording my thoughts and my impressions. And it's been such a great thing to look back on because I've realized how much the Lord really is speaking to me. And it helps me uh, be able to show him that I'm treasuring up the words that he's speaking to me, that I have a place for it. I'm not going to forget it. So as you go throughout this week, I want you to think about how the Lord wants to give you rest. I hope you know that you are, you're doing a fantastic job. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great week. If you'd like to connect with us further, come find us on Instagram at the Latter-day Ladies or on our newly built website, thelatterdayladies.com.